Hello everyone, trust you're all doing wonderful and amazing today. I want to believe everything you're laying your hands on is going perfect, like according to plan. Whatever it is, just keep keeping the faith and everything will be fine. Briefly today, I want to talk about understanding seasons, understanding seasons. Now, before coming on air, I realized that I am actually tired of this cycle. I don't know if anyone is tired of this animal kind of cycle where you're born you know you're nurtured you go to school you work and then you have your own kids they do the same thing and then whatever at the end of the day people die but like I would always say I thank God for Christ yes he broke the animal cycle and I am glad and I am not ashamed to state that anywhere he broke the animal cycle now Concerning understanding seasons, I realized that it's pathetic to know that humanity does not recognize God in love. All of you, humanity recognizes God in judgment. Whereas when he's pouring out and he's dishing out all sorts, that's when people get to be bothered and even begin to think about God. You know, recently I actually asked people, I asked someone that, um, how many of you have been able to challenge the most high to a dwell? You know, and I got a couple of responses and I was surprised. And someone said, I dare not. Who dares to do that? But then I replied, I said, a lot of us actually in our actions and our inactions, in our thoughts, in our words, we challenge the most high to a dwell. But then when one is say we are like, mm, I can't take it, I can't do it because it's he's more than he's more than that. That'll be crossing my boundary, you know. But I'm bringing that to what I'm going to talk about today: understanding seasons. You see, to everything, like Solomon said, there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what has been planted. A time to break down and a time to build up. That's Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 to 3. Now, one of the key benefits of the prophetic is that it allows us to know a sense of divine timing and purpose. That's Amos 3 verses 7. You know, I see that a lot of human beings, sadly Christians, do not understand. We just quote Bibles quote the bible i mean we just quote scripture passages we do not understand seasons and that's why we complain that's why we murmur that's why we grumble and humanly speaking people want things to go fine every time nobody actually wants a little you know pruning but um you see god wants us to be on the cutting edge of what he's doing in days ahead And like I'll always say, God has no grandchildren. He's a legit father. His kind of fatherhood is a system of fathering. It's something that I am not, I can't even get used to in decades to come, you know. And um, if he wants us to be on the cutting edge of what he's doing in days ahead, this will require an understanding of the times that we are in, as well as successfully passing the face of the examination that we are in. Some of us don't even know that we're writing exams. So briefly, I'm going to talk about um, about six seasons here that human beings 
don't recognize. The one that most people are used to and most people recognize here is the happy season. Maybe you just got married or you just got kids, you just got a good job. A lot of us are happy, but when the season changes, how do we feel? But the thing is, like I said, God is a legit father. And that is why, even in the natural, because the natural typifies the spiritual. Even in the natural, you have winter, you have fall, you have summer, you have spring, you have the rainy season, you have the dry season, you have the harmattan, whatever it is. That's the same way it works with God. So when you're expecting something to work sometime and it's not working, it doesn't mean that the person who organized this thing isn't actually there, but he just needs you to recognize that he's there and is in control of things. So the first season that I'll be talking about today is a dry season. Yeah. Now, the dry season is a very, very tough season. Here, God is quiet. And I can tell you from experience that for a Christian and for someone who has been walking with God, one of the most difficult things for someone who has been walking with God is the season where you can't hear him. You know, there are times you actually pray and you actually hear God. But there are times that he's quiet. And recently, I just went through that phase. And if you ask anyone who's been there, they'll tell you it's one of the toughest seasons. You know, recently, I actually tried to reconcile that with what Christ said in the the word when he says, "Um, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. I'll be with you till the end of the world. You know, I'll be with you and in you. And I'll I'll never leave you. I mean... And I try to reconcile that with he's being quiet. And I was just talking recently to someone and she said, and I saw that quote somewhere before, that the fact that he's quiet doesn't mean he's not there. So when you're going through stuff, and even if he's not saying anything, he's still there. Because he's a promise keeper. He's a covenant keeper. Is a way maker. And the fact that he's silent does not mean he's not there. So I just want to encourage someone out there today. You might be in the dry season. That season of your life where you've prayed about something. And it just seems like he's not forthcoming. Remember that the teacher is always quiet during the test. But it does not mean that the teacher is not around. His presence is still there. Even though you might not feel it. So here in this, in this dry season, God is quiet. You can hear his voice. I would advise at this point that you draw close to God regardless. Recognize that season that you're in and press through it. When you recognize that you're in so-so-so season, it's easy to deal with the season. I will tell you as I'm talking to you, I'm not a perfect person. I'm learning every day. I'm unlearning and I'm relearning. And this is something that even Christians do not recognize. When you recognize that you're in a particular season, at the end of the day, all seasons belong to God. So whatever season it is, just praise him. So in this season, I encourage people to praise God regardless. Get close to God. Sometimes it's impossible to pray. Sometimes it's impossible to even kneel you know, or even talk to him, but just get close to him, recognize it and press through it. Now, the second season is the waiting season. This one is tough. Now, someone says that waiting 
is not actually is not the waiting season that actually determines a lot of things. It's your attitude during the waiting that is called patience. Patience is that is not actually you waiting, but the attitude that you put up during the waiting season. And waiting seasons can get you so mad you want to go insane, you know. But then in this season of waiting is actually pruning you and chiseling anything not needed in your life and trust me we human beings human beings don't want to be chiseled or pruned but god will never leave any anyone in that condition especially when he knows that you need it because at the end of the day the peaks the valleys your big wins that you think you have everything is all going back to him you know, so there's a blessing at the end of the waiting season. So, but most people do not recognize that in waiting season. Whatever it is you're praying for, you're praying for good work, you're praying for a, a promotion, you're praying for a husband, a wife, a blessing, whatever it is. You know, I would keep saying that God is a legit father. And sometimes when you ask him for something and he doesn't give you, trust him and believe him enough to know that there's a reason why he's not giving you that thing. Not that he hates you. And I, te- I tend to advise people in this season that they shouldn't get jealous. And one of the things that I realize is people get envious and jealous of people because they do not understand seasons. If you understand the God of times and seasons, oh my you will not get jealous. He will work things for you. It will open doors for you that no man can open and it will shut doors for you that no man can dare to close. But a lot of us like working things ourselves. And like I'd always say, God is a perfect gentleman and he will never force anyone. Now, the third season is the grinding season. You get so busy. We all get so busy so much that we forget God. And this is so common. But I would advise in this busy season, chase after God. You have a lot of things to do. Just recognize that this is a grinding season. Organize what needs to be done in your life. And plow through your priorities. Lay them before God and let him direct your steps. Remember that part of the word that says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, both great and small. And I would add the seeming very infinitesimal. You need to acknowledge him and recognize, look, he is the God of details. When you talk of someone who is detailed, who is orderly, who is precise, it's God. So whatever a man is, whatever he is, you're going out today, the person you're sitting beside right now on the bus, on the train, wherever you are right now, what the person is wearing, his shirt, a trouser, whatever it is, God knows. So I have always been afraid of the God of details. Not to talk of being, not to talk of being a uh, laying things before him. When you know that there's a God of details, it settles a lot of questions. So here, just remember that in his hands are the depths and the are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. That's Psalm 95, verses 4. The depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to God. So no matter where you are right now, you're on the mountain. 
there's a song that says the God of the mountain is still the God of the valley. And I still believe that there will be peace in the valley. And even in the valley, yes, the valleys, we don't like being in the valleys, but God is still in the valley. He's the God of the good, he's the God of the bad. So let us try to understand seasons. Now, in this moment of the grinding season, you need to pace yourself and your tasks. You need to breathe, pray, take a chill pill, like some would say. Just know that you're not in control of this. You see, the reason why we all we all sometimes want to go insane because of the the burden of life, you know, is because we we want to get things in order. We want to do things ourselves. Something we're supposed to release into His hands. When you release things into the hands of your Creator, trust me, it's easy. You know, the fourth. Season here is a test and trial season. This is another one. But I will say from experience here that recently I realized something. And I just named God. I gave God that name. And um, I realized that a lot of human beings, we all praise God for what he has done for us and what he's going to do. But we fail to remember what he's doing right now. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that too. But you see, recently I found out that He's the God of behind the scenes. That's the name I gave him. When you recognize the God of behind the scenes, a lot of things fall into place. You know, the God of behind the scenes right now is working something for me. He's working something for you. And you won't see it right now because like I tell people, words have seasons. Things have seasons. That's why you don't get jealous of people. You don't get jealous of your colleague, your workmate, your classmate. It doesn't make any sense. Because on this path called life, you're not the only one walking through it. And when you recognize that you're not the only one walking through it, things become easier. And then you recognize again that the God behind the scenes is the one in charge of your life. You walk two, three months after this, and then you look back and you're like, What? You brought me this far? Yeah, there's a song like that. He brought me this far. And I'm sure he's going to take me all the way. You know, most of us just look back and, we, and we're like, wow. who he actually brought me this far and I didn't know it. That's the way God works. But a lot of us don't know that. At the moment he was working, what we all do is complain. You know, you know, and I know my late grandma would say, God is a legit father. And... Um, he does well for not getting angry at us because I wonder if he gets mad every time or the way we behave. I wonder where we'll be today, you know, but then he understands our weakness. So here in the test and trial season, it's a difficult season, but you have to acknowledge the God behind the scenes. That's my own word now. That's what I realized. That's what I found out that in this season, acknowledging the God behind the scenes is really important. Allow him to be and to do the the supernatural in your life. And then fix your eyes on God, not on the trial in this season. I tell people, fix your eyes on God and not on the trial. Fix your thoughts on heavenly things. At the end of the day, like he said previously, the mountain peaks, the valley, everything belongs to him. You know... I said something recently and I just, I was thinking about something and um, something struck my mind. You know, human beings are grouped into three categories or more. You know, there are people who are actually dedicated and committed and know that there is God. 
And there are some who do not care that there is a God. And there are some who are just indifferent. But you know what I realized? Whatever group you fall to, there is something coming. And you see, like I said previously when I just started this podcast, whether you like it or not, humanity sadly recognizes God in judgment. So even if you're indifferent, you know, and you're saying that I don't, I don't believe in God, I don't think there is a God, and you're indifferent, there is something coming that will make you know that there is a God, one or two. Even if you don't want to admit that there is a God, some people say, well, okay, I don't believe there is a God, one. And um, secondly, uh, my life is not in any, anybody's end. I, I tell young people who say, oh, well, because education is telling you today and academics will tell you, your life is in your hands. You're the captain of your soul. You're the master of your fate. I don't take that. I tell people, your life is not in your hands. As much as God gave man the power of choice, he still asks us to acknowledge him. And if you say your life is in your hands, And you feel you can do what you want to do, fine. But at the end of the day, even if you're not for God, I've always said no man can fence right with God. You're either on one side or the other. And at that moment that you're not on God's side, you are on somebody's side. And there are two forces that rule the earth. So even if you're indifferent, you automatically pick a side and you fall on that side. So you have to consciously know what truth that you believe in right now. You have to consciously acknowledge what truth you're taking in. And remember not to take the words of any man above that of God's. And not to take the words of any man as a final say over your life, over any situation. Knowing that only God has the final say. Now, the fifth season is the spiritual warfare season. This is a tough one. Ephesians 6, 12 says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this world, of dark places. The principalities, the ones that rule, the, the people and the forces that rule this world and rule this earth, you know? And I'll tell people, don't leave your armor alone and walk into battle alone. So pick up your armor, the armor, the old armor of God. And wear that armor before you leave. The world is so dangerous. Okay, presently I'm in Nigeria. If you hear me anywhere outside the world, around the world, I mean. The world is so dangerous. Nigeria is a country that is um, plagued with um, a very terrible security system. But I would say that even around the world, things happen. Make sure, make sure that you do not leave your armor alone and walk into battle alone. Because... The spiritual, I'll say, controls the physical. And if God shall open your eyes and make you see what is going on right now, even, even right now as you're sitting and you're listening to me or walking or anything, you will praise him more for it. So make sure that you're armed here and you fight your battles on your knees. Anybody that can kneel before God will be able to stand before any man. Now, the last and the least of this is the sixth is the happy season. Here. Psalm 95, Psalm 103, Psalm 148, Psalm 150, and a lots and lots more. In the happy season, a lot of us forget that this season passes. So in this season, I'll tell people, enjoy yourself, but make sure that whatever you do, God is the center. Praise him, 
thank him feed on the word feed fat and full and make sure that is the center of everything you're doing so thank you very much people if you have any questions i may probably come back to this i'm not sure but i may probably come back to this thank you people and um, bye